0: Ladies and gentlemen, please kindly take your seats. It is time for The main Debate.
1: Hello and welcome to The Mate Debate. We've got to fight to be right. And as always, I'm I'm here with my, my good, very good friends and we're going to have a bit of a debate today. Uh, so in the blue corner, we have... I'm changing it up. Usually he's in the red corner, but this time he's in the blue corner. We've got uh, Zach, or as I like to call him, the Zach Attack. Hello. <laughs>
2: That's quite flattering, Norris. Thank you. Well,
1: I've changed up your corners. I'm I'm all about changing things up today. And uh, in the red corner, we've got uh, our our creator puts up with our crap week on week. It's uh it's Morgan. How it's you going, your boy? It is. It is indeed. <laughs> <laughs> so how we been, guys? How we been?
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, it's been a grueling time up on the mountain, as you all know. But you know the constant mm. yoga and uh, the the. Mona- monastic chanting—it's really getting me through this this Zach, sort of Zach lockdown Zach takes phase. his
0: training for the show very seriously. So
1: yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's why. Well, I you haven't checked. won one in a while, have you? So maybe yeah. <laughs>
0: I think I haven't won one in a while. I think Zach Zach's doing all right. Maybe the training
1: necessary, Morgan.
2: No, honestly, Alex, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps
1: you're correct, but I don't know. (laughs) We know that these are all shot out of order, so that's fine. Um, Now, (laughs) (laughs) so maybe it has been a while, maybe it hasn't. I don't know. Um... (laughs) So, uh, shall we get limbered up with a nice old fashioned version of who am I?
0: We're, we're round, one. Round, round one.
1: Round one. Round one we're going on off. Uh, I've spun the wheel in advance, and uh, I've picked up uh, Who Am I? Yeah, <laughs> you, you picked it up. <laughs> ah, um, you're going to have to remind me how this one works,
2: because as you say, it's been a while, <laughs>
1: potentially. Okay, so, yeah, th- that's fine. That's fine. So, basically, I've come up with what I think are quite ingenious uh, clues to a particular fictional character's identity. Character. Okay. fictional character that's what you're getting straight off the bat that's a freebie and as I'll, I'll go from the hardest one to the easiest one and when you think you know what it is i want you to shout your name and tell me what it is okay and i'll go whoever's first and then if you get it right great if you don't get it right the other one gets a free stab at the next clue and then you can jump back in that clue after
2: okay. all right
1: so there's seven clues I'm in control. I'm fully under control with this. Uh, so I'm I'm on I'm on the okay. pulse. Okay.
0: Just just to just to go in knowing we know these people that you have picked, right, Alex? You're fairly certain that we are both aware of the people. Yes, well, I
1: wouldn't I wouldn't be cruel, okay? <laughs> I wouldn't be cruel. Uh, like, this is like, a like fairly well known fictional character. So we'll see how we go. <clears throat> okay.
0: You already gave us a clue there, Zach. Did you see? fictional i
1: did yeah I've, no, I've said that twice that's... now you two so um, i'm glad you're yeah, get, getting the brains working okay <clears throat> clue number Riven. one <laughs> <laughs> i was born on the 31st of december 1926 in london england any any thoughts no any thoughts no you're just you're thinking that that was clue one
2: uh albus dumbledore
1: no now okay moving on clue clue number two i was placed in an orphanage called wool's orphanage after my father abandoned me and my mother died shortly after childbirth i was so
2: close i was so close
1: (laughs) yeah you were so close zach you really just tuned to what i've got really okay nothing Nothing. Okay. Uh,
0: is it is it Alexander Hamilton? No, it's not Alexander <laughs> Hamilton.
1: <laughs> okay. Huge Morgan. Huge. Uh, oh. Huge swing and a miss there from Morgan. Okay. Now uh, number three. Clue three. As a child, I Zach, noticed I Zach, could do Zach, things. Zach, Zach. 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 Yes. Uh, Tom Marvolo Riddle.
0: Oh, look! He
1: got
2: it. There you go. <laughs> well done. Well done indeed. I was. See,
0: uh, you, he he said a child that could do things. You thought Tom Riddle, I, and I thought Matilda. I knew what he was so.
2: saying. What he, he did because I couldn't. I couldn't guess on the second clue. Could I? nourish because of the rules. Because I well, got yeah. to guess on the first. That's right.
1: That's right. But yes. I
2: do. Yeah.
1: I was. Gonna, I I, just, I was quite chuffed with I, my. You actually got further. Sorry, you got it before I. Uh, I was quite chuffed with some of my other clues. Uh, I'm going to read them out now for your boredom and my amusement. Nah,
0: too bad we don't get to hear them.
1: Morgan, well, can cut this. Move on. Cut this out if you read it. <laughs> <laughs> As a child, I noticed I could do things the other children could not, like move things with my mind and manipulate animals. So Matilda, yeah. Clue four, at age 17, whilst at boarding school, I found a way to extend my life and provide me with what I thought. Yep,
0: Matilda, yep, that checks out. The means
1: of immortality. Clue five, I've committed many murders over my life, but the murder of two parents on the 31st of that, October, 1981. It's, sorry? it's That's still
0: it. Matilda. This is crazy.
1: Afraid, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, Morgan, I've been, I've been portrayed by eight different actors, uh, including Ezzie, Eddie Izzard and Ray Fiennes. Say betrayed or portrayed? <laughs> portrayed. Uh, keep up,
0: keep up. Eight's a lot. That's almost one every movie.
1: I like the idea that he's been betrayed by eight different actors. Oh, he's been betrayed. Oh no! <laughs> Would you like the knife back, or shall I just leave it here in my back? Um, See, man, they monologuing my way to doom. That's right. And the last one, if you really didn't get it from the above, was I'm a wizard with no nose. So, you know, we would have got there eventually. Uh, <laughs> Salvador. That's right. It's definitely Matilda. Um,
0: yeah, it's crazy how many of those clears fit Matilda. I know, isn't it just... Okay, so that was a nice little warm up,
1: wasn't it, guys? We're just, we're feeling really good. Zach, you take the cake. You've got your one point. Morgan, you're on zero. And now it's a. Uh, a game that I brought to this podcast, which I will continue to flog until it's no longer you know, fun, is uh, The One is With The Thing. The One thing. With The Thing? Yeah, The <laughs> One With The yeah. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's right.
2: Okay. Uh, Josh, <clears throat> I made a mistake that I did last time and assumed that because we've had a conversation about a show, we've seen the
1: show. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I think, what out of the five shows I talked to you guys like, neither of you had seen, and I was so shocked. Ch- so, uh, if if the first two Am I didn't give you a little bit of a clue about what this theme of this episode is, the one with the thing will really drive that home. Roll down.
0: Man, Matilda is a very narrow theme. Yeah, it, it really is. It's uh, like one movie, a book, and a musical. Okay, yeah, unless you sort of
2: branch out into Danny DeVito because he was in the movie, you've got nowhere to go.
1: <laughs> yeah. Bad hairstyles, maybe I could go. Didn't he lose his hair with the hat and the the glue? Are you taking a swing at Manny DeVito? I am. (laughs) Uh, Come at me. Uh, Now, (laughs) okay. Now, these are all the one with the thing. These are the films that I have prepared. They are all horror films with some classic villains in them, usually. So we've had had Lord Voldemort in uh, Who Am I? This one is sort of horror films. You know, okay, so <clears throat> who wants to go first? I think it should only be fair if Morgan goes first cuz he's behind.
0: All right. No no need to rub it in. <laughs> How doesn't feel big we
1: old? Score check. Uh no, sorry.
0: Okay, we're going to
1: start off, we're going to start off a little bit easier, guys, and then we'll go a bit harder as we go along. Okay. Number 1 Morgan, this is all you. Man with a mummy complex turns to murder. Oh.
0: Um what is Psycho? Oh, <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Actually, well actually, done.
2: It's just, it's just called Psycho. This is not Jeopardy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Nicely done. Nicely done. Okay. What? Wonder Morgan. Wonder oh. Morgan. Wonder Morgan, zero for Zach um, so far in this round.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, num- uh, for you, Zach. Love the constant updates. Oh. Okay. For you, Zach. Okay. Here we go. <clears throat>
1: A clown tries to lure children underground. Oh, oh, dude! <laughs> what Sorry? is it? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you did it in the Jeopardy style, and so you get the point. Uh, okay. <laughs> Oof, that was a real tough one. I told you. Start off easy.
0: Are these going to get harder? Yes.
1: No. Yes, dude. No, no, no. I'll never get harder. No, no, no.
0: <laughs> Listen,
1: okay, Zach went too hard, and so perhaps I've started off too soft. But as I said, it's a it's a continuum. We're building up to the hard ones. Okay, Morgan. <clears throat> worst vacation ever. Like, come on. You're the only one in the hotel.
2: What? I think I know. Can you say that again? But he's got it wrong.
0: Sorry? Oh, no. I think I've got it wrong. Uh, can you can you read that again, please, Alex? Oh,
1: now it's too difficult. Oh, no, it's okay. Uh, worst uh,
0: vacation ever.
1: Like, come on. We're the only ones in the hotel.
0: We're the un- we the you only said, ones in you the, said the hotel. The okay, only that's the
1: ones in the hotel. That was
0: yeah, wrong. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I know. Uh, is it The Shining? It
1: is The Shining. Yes, indeed. Cha-ching. Chick, chick, boom. Okay, so that's uh what? A, what an old meme. <laughs> yes, very old meme. <laughs> we on that out. Okay. We're bringing it back. Hmm. Uh, Zach, here we go. Guy meets girlfriend's family. Very lucky to make it out alive. Uh get out. Oh, okay, okay. You're too good for me. You're too good for me. We're gonna have to dial it up a notch. Okay, well done. Well done. Sorry, sorry. Uh, <laughs> get out. My bad, my bad. Listen, uh, we dropped we dropped the Jeopardy thing. Morgan didn't continue it, so I didn't I didn't enforce it. Uh, okay. <laughs>
0: I I didn't like it as a bit because it reinforced about how this idea is an original and it's kind (laughs) of stolen from another show. And I don't want the audience to think about that too much. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Morgan. Teens
1: try and get rid of a pesky and persistent STD.
0: Just seriously. Teens try to get rid of a pesky and persistent STD. Let me guess. It follows... Oh
1: yes, indeed. Do you know your horror films, or do you know your horror films, you guys? Oh, well done, well done indeed. The tiebreaker is going to really uh, be useful because I did do an odd number for this exact very reason.
0: That fun fact—that's the first movie so far that I haven't seen. Oh. <laughs> okay. And I—I I wouldn't call myself a horror lover, but this is this is surprising me.
1: Okay, Zach. <clears throat> Man impersonating William Shatner stalks babysitters.
0: Damn. Uh, William Shatner
2: Stalks babysitters Yes Babysitters, babysitters, babysitters Um What is Halloween? Oh
1: yes indeed
2: oh, You know the God. little bit
1: of trivia there That that was a Captain Kirk that mask a, That they used yeah, for Michael Cap- Myers Okay They cut the eyes out of A bit more for Michael Anyway there we go fun fact We learn things on this podcast Okay <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's a distinctly comedic podcast We must learn <laughs> Yes, we
0: must learn I'm going to must... deliberately forget something Later on so that cancels out oh, And then I'll uh, call
2: okay. out and I'll build on that forgetfulness, Morgan So we've just got the go- <laughs> joke elevating That's how we'll do
0: it because... This podcast w- will actually make you stupid <laughs>
1: <laughs> Now that's the trailer uh, Now, <laughs> like, Perfect. Okay Perfect Morgan now this is getting it's a little really- bit this
0: is getting a little bit
1: hard now. These these last two that I've got for each of you. God, I hope so. <laughs> Gosh, I hope so, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, here we go, Morgan. When fan culture goes too far over an author's change to the canon. Oh. When a fan culture goes too
2: far over an author's change to the canon. Morgan, like- do you- I can give it to you if you want. <laughs>
1: No, this is not the spirit uh... of the game. It's competition.
2: <laughs> it's uh, it's Misery by Stephen King. Oh, my
0: God. <laughs> yeah, that... I, was about to, I was about to say, is it Misery? <laughs> like, I, I thought it would be a more modern one. <laughs> just... Have you... <laughs> Damn it all. Well, Morgan gets the point. Uh. <laughs> Have you guys noticed there's people who've been talking a lot about Misery recently? I don't know why. I don't know just why very on the... just... I've just seen a lot of people talking about it.
2: I know that she got robbed for the Oscar that year, but she was literally amazing. The, in the movie, and films. Someone,
1: oh, so they often looked at horror as this sort of ugly stepchild. Uh, they watched it run.
0: on a celebrity goggle box on Thursday night.
1: That's what uh, inspired me, Morgan. Uh, okay, so maybe it was <laughs> the wrong thing that uh, we ordered it wrong, but anyway, <laughs> <laughs> it all worked out in the end. Okay, Zach girl invites boy to prom, he declines and then meets her weird, messed up family. Oh, uh, what is the loved ones?
0: Oh my god. i
1: thought i thought an indie Aussie horror film would really trump you both but I'm look not look sure actually that movie Did we <laughs> see it together <laughs> oh, really my
2: god. oh my god
0: you are talking to, like, the two other people who might even know what their loved one is, Alex, Oh, my God. I'm pretty, sure, I, I'm pretty sure it's on my dealer's that's choice amazing. list. At the
2: I almost thought Carrie, and then you said the weird messed up family. I'm like, oh, oh no, that's a good one. And also, you're talking to, like, <laughs> me about weird indie horror movies.
1: <laughs> I know. I really should have learned. Um, now, this one, because it's a tiebreaker, and I didn't expect you to get four all, uh, so here we are. Um, (laughs) this one, it'll be whoever gets in first. So none of this, whose turn is it, shall we steal? That's been thrown out the window by your impeccable form. So I will just say the clue and it's whoever gets in first gets the point for the round. Okay. We ready? We ready? We're pumped? We're pumped? Okay. Yeah, I guess. This is the clue. (laughs) Shh!
0: Was that a noise? Yep, that was Morgan. the noise
1: that I made. That's the clue.
0: Um, you got robotic towards the end. Was that just Skype's fault or was that part of the noise? That, that, was, no, that was Skype's
2: <laughs> fault. <laughs> In the spirit of competition, you, you can guess first, man. Go for it. Go for it. I don't... I, you go nuts.
0: Alex, can I get the noise again, please? Of course. Shh.
2: Now, there's a couple options that I'm thinking of, Morgan, but I'm pretty sure that we're looking at a John Krasinski movie here. Do you want to guess that?
1: <laughs> no, not at all. What are you talking about?
0: Go Morgan. Go. Nah, nah, personally I think it's Doctor Sleep.
1: <laughs> I guess it could work, Doctor Sleep. No, that's not what I was thinking of.
0: No. Oh no, that's a good point,
2: Morgan. That's a good point. Um I'm gonna guess hush, the animated Batman movie. <laughs>
1: Listen, you both nailed it in one... No, not at all. Come on, you know what it is. Don't beat around the bush. Yeah, it's the with the blind guy in the house where they have to be quiet because he's blind.
2: No, it is not. <laughs> Don't what breathe. Is that?
0: How- oh, yeah, I know that movie. I was trying to-
2: <laughs> Don't breathe, that's that <laughs> Don't movie. breathe, yeah. Um, no, no, it's very clearly The Office.
1: <sighs> <sighs> Some wonders why I come and prepare these mate debates for these things. It's just like, I could just oh, call wait. this together in an hour beforehand. Uh, oh, Zach, did you daddy. say did
0: you say John did you say John uh John yeah. oh I know what it is it's uh Jack Ryan,
1: oh. no. <laughs> Jack Ryan. Just shh. indicate to you Jack Ryan because he's a secret agent
0: yeah shh. Secrets.
1: Secrets. what annoys me is that also fits um <laughs>
2: <laughs> this is what happens when you have such a vague clue Alex are you saying that we haven't got it right I don't know no. I don't understand how that's possible at all. We've guessed every single movie that Shush could be related to.
1: No, oh, you haven't.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know, A Quiet Place Two.
1: <laughs> it is not A Quiet Place Two. Morgan, would you like to go? Uh,
0: yeah, I think I think just to keep the game moving and to make the points equal, I'm gonna give the real answer right now, uh, and that is, um, that I can't one. think of anything funny. <laughs> I'm out of my, I'm out of funny options. I'll just I'll just say a quiet place. Oh, I was, uh, yes. I was well really done. pushing it to the limit there. I was trying to think of something funny to say and I couldn't think of it. Um... i
1: found a new aspect to.
0: Oh, actually, actually, I do. I do have. I want to replace my guess. No, you of can't. Quiet place.
1: Take the point and the round, Morgan. But Second that's fine.
0: guess. Uh, I, I want to replace it with Matilda. <laughs>
1: <laughs> with the oh dear. Okay. <laughs> Perhaps I lowered the bar this time round, uh, but that was the natural consequence of Zach raising the bar too high. Um, <laughs> so we'll just uh, we're now one all, two rounds to go. It's a fierce and tight competition. Uh, now <laughs> it is. Look at you both, just fierce no, warriors, warriors ready to come at it. Because I've never had more joy in
0: uh,
2: poking the host. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs>
0: It's not aggressive. It's just <laughs> harmless fun.
1: Oh, oh my God. okay. Now, now understand? we come to the point in the podcast where I ran out a bit of time. So we'll do the one which is most on you and not on me. Uh, would you rather? Right, that's the game type where. Uh... Oh, yes. okay. Yeah. So it's a. Uh, it's a. Uh, as we oh. you both know. It's a game where I will give you a theme and you present with me two one sorry one half of a would you rather question and I will pick the one I don't want to do okay All right now this is a we we, we cross the rules we're not we're not going to bend the rules and give each other the answers or collude or any of that crap no like in the other round. okay so <clears throat> it's a horror film themed edition of a would you rather so, Zach, it's your turn to go first. I'll give you like I don't know, thirty seconds to think of something. Yeah, I got it. I've already got it. I know. You've already got it. it. Okay, (laughs) I had my timer all ready to go. Once again, flouting the the pace that I wish to go at, but that's fine.
2: Okay, so horror movie theme. So can I build a little like little scenario for you before I do the what you rather? Yes, yes, yes. If you want to. You've recently got married. You've got a couple lovely children, and you move into a brand new house, but. Unfortunate circumstances—you've just got to spend the weekend there alone first. You've got to make sure that it's all good before they come. Maybe they're moving from like Queensland. You live in—you've got the new house is in Victoria, so your wife and the kids are moving everything down the coast, and you're there for the week. Mm-hmm. Except you find out at night, the house turns into a house made entirely of tongues. <laughs> <laughs> so what's your I don't
1: like it. Made of tongues. <laughs> Or
0: tongue house. tongue house. Okay. So you got tongue house. Or would you rather so the Alex, this is gonna call back to a, a slight you did in round one. Um you you attacked someone and uh I don't think they're too happy about it. So uh my would you rather situation is like a an it follows situation, you are constantly followed in life by a little angry Danny DeVito. And, uh, cause you, you did attack him in the first round and he's very angry about that. And, uh, I'm not going to tell you what happens when he catches up to you. I'll let your imagination figure that. out. But something will happen when he eventually catches you. And uh, you'd probably Christ. be a bit more afraid if you've seen Always Sunny in Philly, but I don't, I don't know that you have.
2: Alex, that would make you famous. Imagine that article, Danny DeVito becomes obsessed with local Victorian solicitor, <laughs> Mr. Podcast Alex. Massey.
0: slash podcaster. Um, that's right. Uh, podcaster. I think the real question here, Alex, is can you live the rest of your life with a tongue house, like the way you want to live it? Or can you re- live the rest of your life the way you want to live it, constantly being chased by Danny DeVito?
2: Alex, I want you to picture getting into the shower in the morning just, uh, you've had no, a no, really, rough night. Night.
1: Night. I shower in the morning, you said yeah, at
2: night, you have woken, woken up at a bad time because the house is fucking with you. So you think you've gotten up at eight o'clock, but it's four in the morning. So tongue house is still in effect and you get out of bed, you've had a really bad day. You don't really notice what's going on. And you get into the shower and you go to turn the hot water on and you just notice some tongues in the walls. And you just notice that the floor is tongues and you notice that no matter where you go, you're touching tongue, mate.
0: I have some questions about yours, Zach. So yeah, go for it. is like we is, all have questions is, like, about Every that. surface made up of tiny tongues, or like is it different size? Like a door would be one big gross tongue, or would it be like little made up of little like normal sized um, tongues? What
2: I'm, what I'm picturing is you've got several like large tongues making up the door, but then you've also got a tongue as the handle yep. on both sides. Okay. And like your bed, it's just like a whole bunch of like maybe quite large tongues for the the posts, but then you've got the big flat tongue and yep. you've also got a nice Dog tongue maybe is the blanket Are they like
0: constantly moving or do they just react to your touch So like if you touch them they lick I'm you but apart from that They're just sitting still
2: thinking, I'm thinking they've got like a, a natural sort of Ungulation okay. but they definitely react When you touch them cool. There's a bit of wrapping around there's definitely Lots of slime there's definitely lots of slime uh, and, right. his, and you can choose whether or not to include this Because maybe this is just making it worse But the slime disappears in the morning Except for the slime that's on your body you have to wash that off. <laughs> Every set of pyjamas you've ever got, Norwich, ruined.
1: <laughs> what makes you think I sleep in pyjamas? Yeah, pajamas. joke's on now, me. Uh... Alex sleeps <laughs> you're naked. Sleep, you're going to sleep naked in tongue house. <laughs> you're going to sleep naked in tongue that house. That sounds like the <laughs> most no, I think, I'll be, I think yeah. I'll be wearing multiple layers. Think,
2: anyway. Norwich is going to awaken some sexual side of him that he never knew existed, and he's going to be happier than ever. <laughs>
1: so no, no. Now, I the, think you're, you're presenting the, an option here. You're presenting an option and a scenario where I have a wife and children, uh, which is a good lie. <laughs> Kids into tongue House. No, burn that down.
2: Doesn't mean I burn could stay in like
1: tongue house. I think I could sell tongue house. Uh, you know, I purchased tongue house. that have moved down to Victoria. I'm like, no, no, you can't go in tongue house. Um, that's my that's my house on the side. Tongue house, might uh, be just, harmless.
0: Might be just like such, I don't know why it's so sinister. Tongue house it could just be like uh... Danny DeVito is pretty scary.
1: I'm, I must say, with Danny DeVito, the fact that he would be unrelenting is scary. Yeah, yeah. I imagine like he kicked me in the shins or something if he ever got me, and then slapped me with some sort of lawsuit. Um...
0: It is is not good. Uh, imagine, I, I left it up to you to imagine what would happen if Danny DeVito caught you. And it, it, that's what you came up with. <laughs>
1: yeah, lawsuit and shin kicking. That just shows what I, my brain said. what Tongue House is going to do to you. Tongue House is just going to tongue you
2: until you go mad.
1: I don't know if I um, might end up enjoying Tongue House over time. <laughs> No, 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 no. I think tongue house the initial shock of tongue house would be quite bad, I must say. Can you imagine just getting there, you know, oh finally, home home sweet home. Only to, you know, have everything turn into tongues, all my belongings, tongues. It's um, the first
2: in mouse trap where they're sleeping in the bed and they hear the mouse in the oil. Except you look up and it's just tongues.
1: That's <laughs> just right. I'm just wondering though, if I was able to buy linen and bring it into Tongue House Yeah,
0: does the stuff getting brought in turn into tongues, or does like...
1: Yeah, I think it's a transformative
2: property of the house, like if we've got the bed turning into tongue then I think that you can't escape the tongue.
1: So it's not like I can bring stuff right. in, like a just rocking it... chair just to sit in, oh and, you and know.
2: Another thing, you're terrified that if you bring your kids and your wife in they'll turn into tongues too. That's going to be the scary moment for you. Maybe that you're the only thing that isn't a tongue in Tongue House. <laughs> Maybe for some reason you were immune to being tongued, but you get tongued anyway. <laughs> I just yeah, like to the, say the more we say it, vibes
0: there. I, I really like the the Tongue House as like a word as a concept. I yeah. think it's a good band name. <laughs> it's evoking a lot I of pictures. In my, I don't know. It's just nice to say. Yeah,
1: it's, it just sort of rolls off the tongue. I like the idea of a
2: celebrity who has like a ton of money, a lot of time, a lot of clout in the international community stalking
1: someone. <laughs> it's yeah. so brutal. And I imagine he'd be quite terrifying. Uh, I, I, I think if he wanted to be, he could want my nightmares. Uh, yeah, so so like, it's a tough one. I, yeah, what's your decision I don't want here, my right? fictitious loved ones to get turned into tongues. Nobody does. Daddy, also, that's- how, daddy? No, no, stay away from tongue (laughs) hats.
0: I reckon, just uh, just off topic a little bit, if I could turn into a tongue for one day, I would, because I just want to imagine like all the taste, you'd be all taste buds all day. It'd be like amazing to just roll around in food. It's completely off topic. This is my mind going (laughs) a bit wild here.
2: Yeah, I I agree, Morgan. If you had like a pool of custard and you were a big tongue, that'd be really nice. But getting to that pool, you've got to imagine there's some stuff there you don't want to taste.
1: Like, and, uh, I to... I'd, I'd, I'd jump. I jump. So I would minimise taste, as you know. So I just put sort it, of, like the pool, the pool edge. I just sort of push off with my tongue, just take a little bit of the pool edge, and then oh, sort of bounce my. in through the door, and then dive into the pool. Anyway, oh. so it, exactly, <laughs> there are ways around this. Uh, it's so gross, though. It's so gross. All right, Alex. So yeah, give it to me. On, on one hand, me. we've got my fictitious tongue family, and on the other side, I've got my shins and potential lawsuit.
0: So I don't know. I've Never uh, said anything about shins or lawsuit. I just like to clarify. If you make the decision based on that, I, I don't know if you're doing it correctly.
1: <laughs> the potential I for to, I think I Danny DeVito's got quite a lot of fame and influence. Morgan, I wanted. He could to certainly shins. turn the media against me. I really um,
2: wanted to take the shins.
1: <laughs> I think Tongue House is disgusting, and I don't. I don't think I'd want to live week on week in Tongue House. So Zach even though, yes, yeah, so I think Zach, you take the... Yeah, he uh, certainly does know his audience. Um, okay. So that's, uh, that's the point to you, Zach. Uh, you've certainly haunted my nightmares, the pair of you, but Zach just inched a little bit further. Uh, and what oh. would Danny DeVito tongue look like when he finally got to my tongue house?
2: I don't know. Leave you alone if you live in tongue house
1: for another week. <laughs> no, Danny, do I to no. be clean. Please.
2: Oh living, just complete. I don't even know what voice I'm doing. <laughs> it's gonna be like New Jersey, but I can't do New Jersey.
1: Point. And now we're here at the final uh, round, which is the traditional mate debate format. Oh. And when the rules dictate and the circumstances dictate, it can be worth a single point or double points. Today it's double points. Uh, so <clears throat> who wants to be positive and who wants to be negative? I'll, I'll take uh, I'll take native, Morgan. You know positive. Okay, positive. Okay. Morgan, you're positive. Uh, oh, Morgan, if are he's you there. sending something to uh, uh, scare me? Morgan, what are you doing?
0: <laughs> I've just sent you a YouTube video that is. It shows Danny DeVito after he's been in your tongue house. Uh, <laughs> oh. I don't
1: want to click the link. I don't want
2: to click it. <laughs> I know the clip you're talking about. That's amazing.
1: <laughs> I'll watch it later. I shan't. I shan't watch it now. Yeah, uh, focus, on, focus on the, on the show,
0: Alex. <laughs> Please.
1: Okay, <clears throat> Zach, you're negative. Morgan, you're positive. Are you ready, kids? What am I positive about? Well, exactly. What I'm about to say. I was just. I was just getting you primed and ready to go. Okay. <clears throat> Once again, we're got a horror fi- horror film themed uh, make debate. The number one rule of surviving a horror movie is to wear comfortable, practical footwear. I thought long and hard about what my number one rule would be. I went through all the rules, and I've just picked one out at random. I have no attachment to this rule, Zach. No bias here. But-
2: no, no, no. I think it's a good rule. I think it's a decent, decent
1: debate topic to choose.
0: So um, I'm first, I believe, yes. Yes, yes, you can have some time, Morgan. I, I don't can need a
1: YouTube video. We can come back.
0: I don't need uh, it. No, it's okay. I think this question speaks for itself. Really, like, it is the most practical footwear. Uh, I can't imagine surviving a horror movie running around in high heels. Um, I'm instantly drawn to the thing with Bryce Dallas Howard in Jurassic World. They were making a point about her wearing high heels, but she takes them off and she wears bare feet. Like she can't run in them. She wears bare feet. And that's still not better, but it's better than high heels. So I think I'm gonna. Part of my point here is I'm gonna probably illustrate or try and work out, figure out what Alex thinks is the ideal shoe. It's not a loafer. It's not business shoes. I think you're going for like a sneaker here, Alex, aren't you? Like a a nice, comfort, form fitting sneaker. Morgan, well, it's can up I, to
2: you to convince me. But um... and I, I offer a suggestion for what I think Alex thinks is the most because I, I, I'm. If I'm correct, I think in Alien, Ridley wears quite comfortable sneakers, and I think that's what Norrish is thinking is the perfect horror movie shoe. All right,
0: so specifically, yeah, we're talking about the sneakers from Alien here as being the most comfortable <laughs> shoe <laughs> to survive a horror in. That's Alex's, that's for Alex, obviously. But I think the comfier, the better. Or, like, not even comfy, like, I think, like, a combat boot or something that, like, supports other people, like, mm-hmm. when they're overseas in a... Uh, uh, hostile territories. I think that would also suffice in this in the, in this example. You don't want to be uh, tripping over shoelaces. You want to make sure like you got a zip there as well. Maybe you don't you don't you want to have as much chance to get away as possible. And I think having nice proper shoes and just to, to a greater extent, no, it's not part of that. But like the right clothes, right form fitting clothes, and even like a shaved head potentially you don't want any like if it was a zombie apocalypse you don't want anything to be grabbing onto so i think that's where i'm going to finish up there is like it is just it speaks for itself it is a clear prime rule number one uh you they would ever all get away if they were all wearing shoes and i've realized that is a terrible statement to make so i'm gonna renege on that <laughs> <laughs> people
2: would survive if they just wore shoes because
0: like look it comes down to,' sh- I'll just say, it comes down. the shoes are good, but you've got to have the smarts as well. So, Alex, rule number one for you, obviously, you've got the smarts. all you need is the shoes. So uh, I'll finish up there and pass it off to Zachary.
2: Um, look, I'm not going I'm not going to say there's not merit in the argument that shoes are important. I, I agree. I think that uh, a lot of the horror movies speak to the to the logic behind wearing good, good footwear. Morgan, you brought up the point of high heels. High heels are a dangerous treading factor. And, and I think a kind of stoogy trope for some of those horror movie deaths, maybe tripping over, breaking a heel, getting caught out in the woods because you've, you know, injured your foot. Um, but unfortunately, I think the horror genre is a bit deeper than just dividing it, uh, just leaving it to the slasher and the, uh, the monster in the dark sort of space. Like, I instantly thought of Get Out. And I, I, I understand that in the end he does run away. But I don't think the Comfortable Footwear helped him escape a lot of that situation. Really, kind of just uh, situational awareness was probably better for him there. Potentially just a better society would have been better. (laughs) Um, You've also got Us, the Jordan Peele's next movie. Our Comfortable Footwear maybe would have helped our main character, but would it have helped her family? Like, I think a lot of the time, horror movies, it's not really about protecting the protagonist. Sometimes it's about protecting everyone. Uh, and you can't just do that with a good pair of sneakers. Uh, You can do a lot with a good pair of sneakers, but we look at stuff like the Babadook, if we look at stuff like the Hole in the Ground, Suspiria, sometimes the horror comes from inside us, inside our own social constraints. It's not just about a monster, Uh, and unfortunately that means we can't just put on a pair of shoes and run away from our issues. Sometimes we have to confront it, and that means we have to wear some uncomfortable footwear, as it is an uncomfortable fit for us when we confront our problems. Thank you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> interesting, interesting. Tech Morgan went with the flattery, and Zach went with the full-on metaphor of uh, our inner demons being ill-fitting shoes. So very interesting. Uh, <laughs> Morgan, your rebuttal.
0: Um, I'd just like to say that uh, Zach gave two examples, both of them Jordan Peele uh, movies. In both, uh, he he references them potentially specifically with Get Out. Uh, he does get away. And, um, throughout that movie, he is wearing quite casual, quite comfortable clothes. So, uh, we may never, the answer to that was, we may never know if the shoes had an impact, but we know for a fact that <laughs> we can correlate. He was wearing comfy shoes. He got out. We don't like, it, it's, that's just a correlation there. Similar to, uh, us. They were wearing, they're just casual clothes. They found around the house. They run it. Look, there's correlations there, but there is, there is no correlation between, uh, if had they been wearing comfy shoes, they didn't get away, but we know there is also correlation between wearing high heels and it breaking and then getting caught by the killer. So these are all correlations and there isn't really anything to disprove the other way. Um, as for Zach's, uh, whole, uh, montage, what is it? Not a montage, a analogy metaphor. A metaphor that's the word. Uh, <laughs> <so> <laughs> <laughs> he's getting real deep on this issue. And of course, like it doesn't, it there are other factors to uh, horror movies and like internal horror and like metaphysical horror and stuff. But I think like, no matter what horror you're walking into, uh, having comfy shoes is always going to be, you don't know what to expect. Like, I think if I were given the option, like you're going to go walk into a horror, you have to go into a horror movie. I'm not going to tell you what horror movie. I'm not going to tell you what type it is, but you're given a bit of time to prepare. I think I'm going to put on the comfiest clothes possible. I'm not going to be like, well, it could be anything. I I might get dressed up. I'll wear some heels, I'll uh, chuck on some uh, big flowy dresses that can get caught on stuff. I think no matter what I'm walking into, I'm going to be as prepared as possible to, look, grade and great on and my chances. Even if it is a psychological or like a bit more of an internal, there is, you can't get 100% guarantee you don't need to run at some point. So I'm I'm expanding, increasing my chances of getting out by going in prepared. So that's my... Rebuttal and uh, yeah, Zach, go. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: but once again, good points, Morgan. I think, I think that's it's, it's fair to say that being prepared and having comfy shoes does help. I just don't think it's the number one rule of survival. And again, I, I think I'm just going to keep pulling examples here. Uh, the thing that came to my mind was uh, a quiet place. I think it's a very important factor in a quiet place that they don't wear shoes because shoes make more noise. Um, the, regardless of how comfy they are, the most important factor in survival there is to be quiet. Uh, So maybe I'm not just saying that shoes aren't the ultimate survival guide in a horror movie. Maybe I'm saying that horror is so diverse these days that we can't have one rule fits all. That just won't work. Uh, Quiet Place is a great example, as I said. Can't wear shoes there because it makes too much noise. Um, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Shoes don't don't help in your dreams, my friend. In fact, I'm pretty sure there's a, a movie where the shoes attack someone in their dreams. Um, and all those teenagers, all those beautiful, good looking teenagers, they're all wearing those comfy, you know, high fashion shoes for the time. Doesn't save them from Freddy when he comes, you know, comes knocking in their dreams. Just, I just think that while I agree with the idea that having comfortable footwear does help you in certain situations, I think that we've just had too many examples where the monsters are so powerful and the rules are so specific around other aspects of, you know, other, as, other aspects of the film. We can't always rely on our shoes to get us away from something, unfortunately. Sorry, and I'm finished.
1: All right. Okay. okay.
0: Morgan, your closing statement. So, Zach, you're saying it's not the number one rule. And I I, I can understand where you're coming from, but you're also not you're also kind of just not giving me an alternative. You're kind of being a bit lazy about it. You're like, it's not the number one rule. There are no rules. It could be anything. But the <laughs> idea is that like, it's a number one rule. There are other rules. It's like a get ready list. It's like, well, I got to be as most prepared as well for every circumstance. Number one rule, we'll have some good shoes. Number two: oh, what if, what if the shoes are bad? It's like, well, I'll have a different pair. And for example, like you talked about quiet place. It's like, they use bare feet because, but like, They could have had those sneaky ninja shoes or toe shoes. I'm sure they would have been super (laughs) about as quiet as feet. They just didn't have those on them. And maybe if they had followed the number one rule and had those on hand, it would have all worked out a bit better. That's all I'm saying. But yeah, so what I'm trying to say is you're offering no alternative, but also it is a number one rule. It doesn't mean we have no other rules and we exclude everything else. It's a, it's a list of preparation. Number 1, you have your shoes. Number 2, you have your tight form fitting clothes. And then you slow on you go down this list and it prepares you Every point prepares you for a different level of the horror aspect as opposed to your laissez-faire approach where you're like, every horror is different. You just got to make it up as you go. It's a preparation list. It's it's. We know Alex loves to be prepared. We know he loves a good itemized list. And that is what this is. This is Alex building his list. And I think shoes as the top is a very important. You've got to work from the ground up. And what's on the ground? Your feet. Done. Boom. Thank you. <laughs>
2: That's real good. <laughs> uh,
1: tips up, Morgan. Oh, good done. That was funny. Um, like Zach, I, your closing statement.
2: Yeah, yeah. Okay, so so just to rebut, I, I think it's a fair point to say that I wasn't really checking out alternatives, but I would like to argue that I don't have to. I'm the negative here. I have to just point out that the number one rule is not to wear shoes. I don't have to offer a a response. I just have to point out that shoes don't always work because to be number one, you have to be the best and to be the best, you should succeed where most others fail. Got to catch them all. (laughs) Exactly. Pokemon. Um, So while Morgan is right, I didn't offer alternatives. I don't think I have to, I just have to show. And I have shown that shoes don't always work. Being prepared does not always work because sometimes being prepared is exactly, is, is just impossible. Um, Bring up Friday the Thirteenth again. How do you be prepared for magic? How do you be prepared for things that are beyond your scope of understanding? Alien. How do you, how do you prepare for a life form so advanced and so I mean,
0: kill perfect? It helps if you wear how do good you do shoes. That?
2: It does. It does. But maybe it's not the most important thing <laughs> to survival. Huh? Huh? Yeah. Because hey, uh, if we look at aliens, I'm pretty sure all of those military personnel had comfy, good-fitting shoes. But they, one by one, they get knocked off that list. And it's not because they weren't wearing the best shoes available. I'm absolutely certain they were wearing the best shoes available. Because the
0: aliens were wearing better (laughs) shoes.
2: Exactly. (laughs) Uh, We look at Predator as well. Predator, those military commandos, those crack elite, that crack elite force. If they were not wearing form-fitting great shoes, I would be spitting water out my nose right now. That is bullshit. We know that Arnie survives because he is the best of the best, not because he has the best of the best shoes. (laughs) Um, I just think that monsters will sometimes get around the shoes, if, no matter what kind of shoes you're wearing, man. So to be number one, you have to beat the best, and I don't think the shoes have beaten the best in this case, unfortunately. That's
1: my oh. Okay, okay. Thank you very much, guys. That was actually much more highbrow and civil than what I was expecting. Uh, so, uh, uh, What were you expecting? <laughs> shoes, was-
0: good. Shoes, shoes good! Shoes good! Shoes go on foot! <laughs>
1: no, shoes bad! I'm oh, <laughs> to be honest, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, was, I was thinking something pretty close to that. Uh, anyway, I must say, uh, you know, Zach, I do like your comments on situational awareness and the variety that the horror genre has got. I do, I do like those points there. And the, the military uh, really got me uh, there at the end there where you just mow down all these military personnel. And they're wearing combat shoes, presumably. So you know that didn't seem to help them. You don't know but that. Morgan. I do like. Well, exactly. I <laughs> I haven't had a good look at their feet. There's so many unknowns. Not sort of
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Whereas Morgan, I do like your point about uh, you know that they help you. Good shoes would allow you to expect the unexpected to a certain extent. Yeah. Is that you'd be able to uh, enable you to run and to adapt to a situation. And I did like your point about Zach being lazy as well. That was quite <laughs> good.
0: Uh, really, and,
1: uh, and I did like that quip about, you know, working from the ground up and what's between you and the ground, your shoes. I thought that was really good. And I did like your comment that bad shoes often would equal death too as well. You know, you used the high heel example, uh, you know. The bad shoes does equal death. And so I'm all about the shoes, uh,
0: you know. So <laughs> Alex Norwich, all about the shoes. <laughs> all oh, about yeah. the
1: shoes. That's, that's what they're writing on my tombstone. Uh, now it's like, so I think, Morgan, I think you convinced me this time. Zach, he did put up some good arguments. But, uh, Morgan, I think you just got over the line there. So uh, congratulations, you. Morgan. You are victorious I'm in this to... uh, mate debate.
0: I will shake hands with my uh, opponent.
1: Take a shake. Shake a shake. Natural You're not your part of Alex. Put your hand. Yeah, Alex. You didn't even. <laughs> I, I I was very close by when you were shaking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so congratulations, Morgan. Oh, I'm excited. You know, it's I've been got some good stuff
0: planned. I've got some. He's been big planning things. for
1: months and months and months, haven't you? Yeah.
0: I hope I can pull it off. I've got some big things planned. The
1: expectations are through the roof.
2: Can I extend the congratulations on uh, keeping that whole mate debate quite cordial and polite? I, I really liked it. I enjoyed it a lot. I enjoyed it a lot. I liked how we picked on Alex and not each other. It was good.
0: That's why these <laughs> rounds were always the was. best.
2: Alex, I hope you take that lesson into next week. <laughs> we won't, yes, but
0: I, I'll we just do. make fun of myself, We're in the default <laughs> position anyway. <so. laughs>
1: Uh, so That's thank amazing. you. And, uh, you know, I, I thought I'd tr- you know, try and formulate some games this week that the viewers at home could play along with as well. You know, really get them engaged. That's why I did the Who Am I and, the, you know, the one with the thing. So, Zach, you know, yeah. next time you host, really consider the audience too. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> so, no, it was, it's been good fun. Uh, thanks for the debating. And uh, Alex, you look you got your shoes. There's
0: something. Where? What's that behind? It's Dane DeVito. He's right behind you. Watch out. No, she- Alex. No. I'm
1: only wearing Run.
0: socks
1: no. <laughs> no! No!
0: This has been a Spiky Trap Radio production For more Spiky Trap Radio content Please head to spikytrap.com.